Hello friends, and welcome back to Mixology, the podcast where we discuss, discover and dissect mono and stereo differences on classic albums from the 60s. And today, we're taking a very special look at the newly re-released Beatles Red and Blue albums, 1962 to 1966 and 1967 to 1970. Now these have been reissued in expanded 3LP form and issued in a completely remixed fashion. A number of these remixes have been issued prior, but there are still 36 new remixes across both sets that we need to dig into today. And for those pre-existing remixes, some I have looked at, such as the entire Revolver remix last year, a big episode of which can be found on the podcast feed. But some of the others I'm still yet to get to, but I wanted to cover the ones exclusive to this release to keep things nice and tidy and to, you know, kind of keep my sanity somewhat. Before we dig into the episode itself, I of course want to give a huge shout out to all my patrons, whose support helps keep the show going, keeps us free from adverts, and of course just helps inspire future episodes. If you too want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash back to mono and there's a link to that down in the show notes and there's a whole raft of exciting extra content over there for you to dig into but let's not waste any more of your time and let's dig straight in with the first track on the entire set and our first new mix here love me do 2023 mix now this is of course based on the original mono single version, but today we're finally getting our first stereo mix of Love Me Do entirely, not just the single version, although that does still apply. Of course the track was only mixed into mono, and today sourced from disc as the master is missing, so it's not a great starting point for this sort of thing, but it comes out pretty well. Curiously, the remix runs a touch slower than the mono masters version, which made me wonder if they'd performed a new transfer since. In a recent interview, Miles at Abbey Road actually confirmed he created a new source from two separate dubs of the 45 which he edited together to create an overall mostly clean version and that was what was submitted to Peter Jackson's team for extraction using the MAU technology. Moving into the actual mix though, the right channel, especially the drums, does struggle a bit when the harmonica is present in the left channel, but overall this is a satisfying mix which, more than anything, boosts Macca's bass in the mix, with the vocal centre, drums and guitars slightly right, and bass and harmonica slightly left. Generally staying pretty faithful to the original mono, though certainly with a few, as we said, artefacts from the extraction, nothing too egregious, mind you, and a slight boost in bass, pretty standard for these remixes. We'll start with the original mono single, and move into the new mix. Love me do. Things start to get really interesting as we move into our second cut here, Please Please Me. Now of course this and the rest of the first two albums, by one track that we don't cover today, 
were originally issued as twin track stereo mixes due to their twin track recording. Generally speaking, instruments left, vocals right, with some slight exceptions but still hard panned. And as they're only twin track recordings, there's no more stereo mixing you can do with the actual basic tracks as such. Thus, the MAU technology here can be used to give these a proper stereo picture, extracting stuff from the left hand and right hand channel and allowing you to place it across the field. And this is what we'll see across the rest of the tracks today. Please Please Me is one that was interesting going into it. The stereo mix and the mono mix, as covered on my Please Please Me episode of Mixology, are actually made from different takes. And the stereo take, the incorrect one, is a combination of not just incorrect elements, so you've got John flubbing his vocal later on, but we didn't have a correct one to edit in, and you've also got certain elements from the monomix synced in, which creates this weird echoey sound during the harmonica and backing vocal sections, as the track is played in a filtered way over in the right-hand channel as well. You've also got a really messy section of that near the end. With that in mind, moving to the new mix, we do get a nice solid mix here, with vocals and bass central, drums slightly to the right, the harmonica and a touch more to the right, and the guitar some way to the left. The main difference here are the elements flown in from the monomix on the original stereo that I mentioned. These previously had the filtered down monomix elements, but these have been removed to a greater extent, giving a greater clarity and sync and a slightly less messy mix, though it still feels just that little bit odd. We'll compare the body first, then highlight the end. Last night I said these words to To the remix. At the end, as promised, the sync was notably bad before, but now, while still distracting, has been tied up enough that there's more of an effect or a vocal delay rather than the ghostly band in the right speaker as well. Stereo, then again in the remix. Again in the remix. Bringing our first new addition to the Red Elm today, we have I Saw Her Standing There, and I find this new mix an absolute triumph giving things a proper spread of vocals, drums and bass centre, lead guitar left and rhythm guitar right. Texturally, things aren't too different, though the drums do get quite a beef boost, but not distractingly, and the room ambience on the vocal mics and the drums seem to have been reduced in the mix, giving a crisper and more 
in your face experience. We'll start with the stereo and move into the remix. Well, she looked at me and I, I could see that before too long I'd fall in love with her. Into the remix. She wouldn't dance with another. Moving on to our next new addition, we have Twist and Shout. And again, it's just a placement readjustment of the original stereo post Mal, which places the guitar tracks left and right, vocals and bass centered, and drums placed a little to the left. One thing this does highlight is the compression used in the original master, as the left channel features some odd pumping at points that is there in the original, but was less noticeable prior. The separation means that it feels a bit weird when a track that doesn't have anything else present on it starts pumping at an odd time. It's not too distracting, but on headphones it does become more noticeable. We'll start with the original and move to the remix. we get to From Me To You. Now I covered this track before in its original mono and stereo mixes over on Mixology on 45 on the Patreon, so if you want to know about those, head on over there to check that out. But here, comparing this to the stereo mix done in 1966 for a collection of Beatles oldies, we finally get an official stereo mix with the harmonica placed into the mix for the intro, matching the mono. Let's hear the intro in the original stereo, then again in the remix. And again in the remix. The original mix, Bleed Aside, placed the instruments left and the vocals right, with the intro vocals and harmonica, which were synced up to the stereo track, being mixed centrally. The remix thankfully attempts to alleviate this by moving the bass and drum centrally with the snare minorly left and the guitars right, with everything vocally and harmonically central. This feels a little light in the left channel, with just a little echo to fill it out, but it has far more punch than the original empty stereo, and far more clarity than the lo-fi mono we have today. The vocal echo is also far less distracting, especially when compared with the 1966 stereo mix. We'll hear that stereo mix into the remix. Into the remix. Keep you by my side. I got lips that long to kiss you and keep you satisfied. 
Another exciting new mix here is She Loves You, which of course only previously existed in mono. Now, I've always believed that there was a master tape for this track that was used for the mono master, but it would seem here that there's probably been a disc source used, as there's a heavy distortion present on the vocals, and there's a real noticeable drop off on the sound quality when moving from the previously mixed into stereo tracks. So this isn't quite the leap up that one would expect, though certainly it's probably still a stronger leap than Love Me Do was earlier on. Aside from this though, we have the rhythm track ever so slightly left, the guitars a decent chunk right, and the vocals centre. I find the snare and the guitars really sing here, but the cymbals become somewhat more muted. This may just be EQ, as the original is a little 1963 harsh. The bass remains about the same. We'll start in the mono and move to the remix. the remix. It's also of course worth noting that the original track has a bunch of hefty edits in, which are much less noticeable here. The worst present on the Mono Masters presentation is at 1 minute 22, and while not perfect, it's far cleaner in the new stereo mix. We'll hear that edit in Mono, then again in the new mix. I think it's only Again in the remix. I think it's only fair. Why her to do? Apologize to her because she loved you, and you know that can be bad. We move along to I Want to Hold Your Hand. Again, featured previously on Mixology on 45 on the Patreon. This will be comparing to the 2015 remix done for the one remix in said year hence the inclusion of one plus in the flat lay artwork for this episode. Overall, we have another winner here, as the 1966 stereo and the 2015 mix follow almost the same template with the full band left, guitar fills right, and vocal center. It's worth noting the hand claps were center in the 1966 and slightly right in the 2015. The 2023 features extracted drums and bass in the center, with the snare drum being slightly left and the hand claps slightly right, potentially with a slight doubling effect applied. The vocals are also a little lower than the original stereo, making the mix more cohesive in my opinion. Again, we'll start with the 2015 and move into the remix. Oh yeah, I tell you something, I think you'll understand. Man. And please say to me, 
Then at the end, the tail decays a touch longer than the previous presentations. So we'll start with the 2015 and cut to the new mix. Remix. The flip side of I Want to Hold Your Hand, This Boy, was covered in the same Mixology in 45 I mentioned previously, and today we're just going to be comparing this to the 1966 stereo mix. This original mix places the drums, bass and acoustic far left, the electric centre and the vocals with some acoustic bleed right, with the double track central when used for Lennon. The remix moves the vocals centrally, with minor stereo splitting, the drums and bass central and louder in the case of the drums, and puts the acoustic mostly left and the electric mostly right, with Lennon's double when used over this side too. Again, we'll start in the original and move to the remix. That boy took my love away. He'll regret it someday. But this boy wants you back again. Into the remix. That boy. Fade is also a touch longer than the original stereo, so of course we'll start with that and move into the remix. Remix. Our next three new mixes come from the With The Beatles album, which I haven't covered previously, but of course will do in future. So today we'll just be looking at these compared to the stereo mix present on the album. First up, we have All My Loving, and here I find the remix here less effective, likely due to the slightly undefined nature of the original backing track channel. But things here feel a little more vocal and bass central, with the backing track in a fake smeary stereo sound, with guitars left, drums somewhat central and a whole lot of echo over to the right. Not bad, but after the previous mixes this feels a little odd. Of course, we'll start with the original. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you I'll pretend that I'm kissing the lips I am missing and hope that my dreams will come true. And then while I'm away, I'll write home every day and I'll send all my loving to you. An interesting inclusion, Roll Over Beethoven comes up next. This one works well, as the guitar thankfully was somewhat split on the original recording. But now the drums, bass and vocals are central, and the hand claps have been ADT'd into stereo. Of course, we'll start with the original.
the remix. An interesting one is at 1 minute 27 in the original mix, there's two woos from the double track that sound a little odd, but in the remix they have a hard edit between them instead. Let's hear it in the original mix and then the remix. Again in the remix. And at the end, the edit into the final note is just that little bit tidier in the new mix. Original first. And again in the remix. Up next we have You Really Got A Hold On Me. And we have a curious one here, as things actually again feel quite similar, just moving the drums, bass and vocals centrally, and having the guitar and piano kind of sitting where they were with the stereo bleed, if a little narrowed, and some minor reverb differences, especially on the vocals evident in the breaks. There's some ADT on backing vocals too, evident by the thicker sound. Original first. I don't like you, but I the remix. I love you madly. You've really got a hold on me. We move along now to the tracks from A Hard Day's Night. Again, ones I previously looked at in the Mixology episode on said album. So if you want to hear more about those mixes, hell on over there. But we'll be comparing these to the either 2015 mix for those that apply, or the stereo mix for those that didn't get one. Can't Buy Me Love comes up next. Of course, we do have the 964 stereo, and that has rhythm left, vocal center, and lead guitar right. But it makes sense to see how Giles builds on the 2015, with the rhythm now central, and the vocals split wide. Overall, the new mix is similar to the 2015, short of moving the acoustic towards the left and reducing and narrowing the vocal mix. We'll start, of course, with the 2015. The remix. I'll give you all I've got to give if you say you love me too. I may not have a lot to give, what I got I'll give to you. I don't care too much for money, money can buy me love, buy me love. Everybody tells me so, can buy me love. One of my favorites, You Can't Do That, follows up next. And the main takeaway here, aside from moving the drums and the bass centrally, is a slightly reduced cowbell, now in the left channel, and the more mixed-in vocal with some saturation processing evident and slight ADT on the backing vocals. This is just one that had a stereo mix originally, so we'll start with that 
and move them to the remix. I got something to say that might cause you pain. If I catch you talking to that boy again, I'm gonna let you down and leave you flat. Because I told you before, oh, you can't do that. It's the remix. Now, A Hard Day's Night is a curious beast. Here, the original mix is in a crunchy state today, so remixes do help a great deal. Rhythm left, piano, acoustic and bongos right, the vocals central and right give a fantastic mix. The 2015 only builds upon this with greater clarity and a reduction in the bongos, weirdly. A 2023 by comparison changes things up significantly, bringing the bongos back in, moving the drums and bass to the centre and pushing things to 11. However, before we get to the body, let's see how this drastically changes the texture of the opening chord. It's been a hard and again in the 2023. It's been a hard and now of course the body, starting with the 2015. next is And I Love Her, a real, real winner here. It just enhances the acoustics beautifully, with the only real change between the bongos to the centre and maybe a bit more reverb on the guitars. It's amazing what a difference the new mix makes though, these guitars really do sound like a different recording, but of course they're not. We'll start with the original stereo and move to the 23. I give her all my love, that's all I do. And if you saw my love, you'd love her too. I love her. Into the 2023. She gives me everything and tenderly. The kiss my lover brings, she brings to me. And I love her. At 1 minute 29, there's a random short vocal shh in the remix only. We'll hear this in both, and some of the solo, so you can hear the reverb on the solo part, starting with the original mix. And I love her. And again, in the remix. And I love her. We 
move along now to Beatles for Sale, an album I recently covered on the show. Here we're looking at 8 Days a Week. Now we briefly covered the 2015 mix of 8 Days a Week on said episode, and here Unfortunately, while the movement of the drums to the centre is nice, the snare feels far too upfront and clacky, and the thickness of the vocal harmonies in the chorus feels distracting, though the balance between vocals and tracks now feels just a little bit more even. We'll hear the verse and the chorus in 2015, then again in the 23. to the 2015. However, one correction from the 2015 is the offbeat rolling tom in the outro, which has now been corrected and slightly reduced. Outro in the wonky 2015, and then again in the 23. And then again in the 23. Now, I Feel Fine is again one that I've looked at before on Mixology on 45 on the Patreon. So again, if you want to hear the rest of the mixes, check it out there. But because I didn't cover the 2015 at the time, I wanted to compare all three stereo mixes here. What's worth noting is that the intro has the sneeze muted that's present in the original stereo mix, and it lacks the full panning movement of the original, though it still has some present. The left channel during the opening riff is also now muted in both remixes from Room Noise as per the mono and has a light echo here. Let's hear the intro in the stereo mix and again in the 2023. Again in the 2023. As for the main body of the track, the original stereo had all the rhythm left, vocal central with solo guitar and lead guitar right. The 2015 followed the same basis, but split the vocals left and right in their double tracking form, which will form as the basis today. The 2023 remix treats us to drums mixed centrally, with the tom nicely left, giving a great picture on these. Bass central, lead guitar right, solo left and vocals slightly split in the stereo field. A real triumph in my opinion. We'll start with the 2015 and move into the 23. Baby's good to me, you know she's happy as can be, you know she said so. I'm in love with her and I feel fine. Into the 23. Baby says she's mine, you know she tells me all the time, you know she said so. 
now move along to four tracks coming from the Help album, which I previously looked at in another episode of Mixology, so check that out for a deeper dive there. What is worth noting is with the Help and Rubber Soul albums, I'll be using the 1987 stereo mixes as my main reference here, as these were used for the 2009 remasters, and thus the current main versions, along with the 2015 remixes where applicable. Our first track here is going to be Ticket to Ride, which is a real beast of a track, and one where I will always stand by the mono, but I won't bring that into it today. For this cut, the 1987 and 2015 are actually very similar, with one of the vocal tracks moved off to the right somewhat at points, but overall, vocal central, lead and tambourine right, and rhythm mostly left, and a whole lot of reverb. The 2023 really changes the game in a fresh way by stripping back that reverb to give us a drier mix, much closer to the mono, and boldly splits the drums into stereo, moving them to the centre with the tom panned right. The droning guitar is now over to the left, and the bass is of course central, though it sounds like there's maybe some Mao artefacts in the drums. Pay attention to that kick especially, where it feels a bit mushy at points. We'll start with the 2015 and move into the 2023. She's got a ticket to ride. She's got a ticket to ride. She's got a ticket to ride, and she don't care. She said that living The dryness is then very evident for the outro and doesn't really work as well here, in my opinion. And then the 2023 does also feature a longer fade. Or hear the whole outro in 2015, then again in the 2023. And again in the 2023. Up next, we have Yesterday, again one that got a 2015 remix. Now, it becomes a very interesting beast. The 1987 and 2015 remain close in execution, but the 2023 moves the acoustic from right to just left, and mouths the strings into stereo instead of having them over to the left, which is debatably successful, making the song feel a bit more busy in my opinion. We'll start with the 2015, and move into the 2023. Suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be. Into the 2023. There's a shadow hanging over me. All oh, yesterday came suddenly. Why she. The classic Is It Doubled or Not part was explored deeply in my help episode. 
but curiously, the new mix seems to bring up the mixed out part, revealing some shaky moments in Paul's initial delivery. It's curious to hear, but not what I would call a solid, re-listenable choice, more of an alternate mix presentation. We'll hear it in the 1987 this time, and then again in the 2023. And again in the 2023. Up next is the title track, Help. Now again, the 87 and 15 are again the same idea, only changing by splitting the descending guitar lines into stereo instead of just right. A 2023 completely modifies this in a way I feel is closer to the mono, bringing up the backing vocals, moving the bass centrally, and having the drums a little split between the left and closer to the centre. However, I do feel it lacks the openness of the prior stereo mixes, but then again, the mono always lacked that. The descending line is also louder than ever. Let's start in the 2015 and move into the new mix. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone. Help. When I was younger, so much younger than today, I never needed anybody's help in any the 2023. Our last mix from the Help album is You've Got to Hide Your Love Away, another one that did not get a 2015 mix. This keeps the basic idea of the 1987, but moves the brushed drums and bass to the centre, the tambourine slightly left, making the echo in the 1987 a little less obtrusive as well. We'll start in the 87 and move into the 23. I can see them laugh at me, and I hear them say. The 23. Hey, you've got to hide your love away. How can I even try? I can never win. Feeling them, seeing them in the state I'm in. And in the outro, the flute and whatever instrument it's paired with are now separated into stereo. So let's hear the outro, starting with the 1987 and moving into the 2023. Into the 23. Our next pairing are We Can Work It Out and Day Tripper. Again, a pair that were originally issued on a 45 together, and of course I've covered over on Mixology on 45. Both did get 2015 remixes, so this would be what we're basing the new mixes off today. 
Now, both did suffer in their 1966 stereo mixes being left right only, but the 2015 likely rectified this, but keeping the rhythm left, splitting the vocals between center and right, and having the harmonium tracks between the same positions. The new mix of We Can Work It Out, of course, moves the drums, bass, and tambourine to the center, with a little stereo smearing on the latter, while keeping the acoustic left and the harmonium tracks somewhere between the right and center. Of course, the vocal tracks ride out in the center, nice and thick, like the original mono. I will say, the drums feel a little too punchy relative to the other mixes, and the harmonium seems too muted in the bridges, lacking the slight spook of the previous mixes, partly due to the very compressed sound. We hear the verse and bridge in the 2015 mix, and then again in the new mix, and again in the 23. Think of what I'm saying, we can work it out and get it straight, or say goodnight, we can work it out. to the 23. Up next is of course Day Tripper, and like the previous cut, we'll just be looking relative to the 2015 here, and the basic idea in the intro remains the same. Bass center, moving to the left with the rhythm entry, guitars split, the tambourine to the right, though this is moved closer to the center in the remix. However, of course, the drums are extremely hefty in the center, and with this, the vocals and bass remain central, compared to the split vocals in the 2015. While I did often find the stereo a little too open and driving, this compressed and hefty mix seems a little too strong compared to the mono, which seemed to sit in between. Naturally, we'll start with the 15. bridge things get very interesting. The drums seem weirdly woolly, though this is evident when you go back to the previous mix, and the extracted guitar previously left is brought right up, revealing sounds previously missable if you weren't focusing, which I would call interesting more than a benefit. Once the vocals enter, there seems to be an additional pull part in the centre I don't recall being present in other mixes, either being mixed low or extracted from the original stems, giving it a very different sound. We'll hear the whole bridge in the 2015, followed by the 2023. Again in the 2023. 
at the Red album, then concludes with seven, count them, new mixes of Rubber Soul tracks, all previously only remixed in 1987. Of course, if you want to hear how these compare to the original stereo and mono mixes, check out the Rubber Soul episode. But today, we'll be kicking off with, of course, Drive My Car. Now, this kicks us off with a pretty radical change, bringing the drums into the center with actually an extracted stereo spread on that intro fill. The cowbell on guitar left, bass loud in the center, vocal central and backing vocals stereo spread. Tambourine is then slightly right, the piano far right. Let's just listen to that opening drum fill first, in the 87, then again in the 23. And again in the 2023. It's a busy but punchy mix, and while maybe a bit bass heavy, as Rubber Soul's master has always been said to be, it finally gives the song a stereo mix to be proud of. So let's hear the body, starting with the 87. Into the 2023. And we even get a little more of the fade for good measure. Naturally, we'll start with the 87. Remix. This continues on with Norwegian Wood. This works well, generally following the 87, but moving the vocals and drums from the right to the center, bass from slightly left to center, and moves the bells from right to left, and boosts them too. We'll highlight later in the mix when these are all present, starting with the 87. Into the 23. Up next is Nowhere Man, which was remixed for the Yellow Submarine song track, but today I'm gonna look at this compared to the 87 as I felt that was the better choice. Overall, I'm torn on this mix. I like the dry vocals in the intro, but the ADT is a little distracting, though I understand the stereoization option. We'll hear the intro in 87 into the 23. He's a real nowhere man into the 23. Sitting in his nowhere land. As for the body, my main gripe comes in the drums, which seem a little sonically irritating and were a little disguised previously over in the left. John's stereo vocal in the chorus is perfect though, and certainly there's more glue than before. 87 first. Doesn't have a point of view, knows not where he's going to, isn't he a bit like you? Don't know what you're missing. 
Then move along to the closing track of Sign One of Rubber Soul, Michelle. Again, the movement of the drums and lead vocal to the centre is a winner here, and I think the balance is neater, making the backing vocals less out front, and the ADT applied to these appears to actually work quite subtly. The punchier drums are also reminiscent of the alternate US mono mix, which I appreciate as a bit of a mixology nerd, and keeping the bass left makes sense in a track like this for me. We'll start with the 87 of course. Michelle, my bell, these are words that go together well, my Michelle. Into the 23. Michelle, my bell, Sunday mock, he won't play bien on some, play bien on some. I love you, I love you, I love you. A track everyone's been waiting for with bassed breath is the new mix of In My Life. And one of the all-time great tracks finally gets a stereo mix here to be proud of. It moves the vocals and the drums centrally, the guitars right, and the backing vocals with a minor stereo effect to them. Also the bass is hard to discern in this mix and the solo feels a little direct in the centre, but generally it's very well executed. We'll start with the 87. There are places I remember the 23. In the Decay in the Remix, there's a stray note in the left channel which is absent in the 1987. So let's hear that. First in the 87, where, you know, it's not there. And again in the 2023. George's tribute to the birds, If I Needed Someone, comes out next, and this is really an even more birdsy and stereo mix, beefing up the cut to Columbia USA standards, moving the drums, bass, and lead vocal central, splitting those guitars into a singing stereo, and giving a slight stereo effect to the backing vocals. A real winner, in my opinion. Naturally, we'll start with the 87. If I needed someone to love, you're the one that I'd be thinking of. If I needed someone. Into the 23. If I had some more time to spend, then I guess I'd be with you, my friend. If I needed someone. Closing out our look at the Red Album and Rubber Soul is Girl. Now this is another track with a previously atrocious stereo mix, and now the drums are slightly left of centre, the bass central and guitar slightly right, with John central and the backing vocals with the stereo spread. This is perfectly balanced between the punch and the subtle in my opinion. We'll start with the 87. 
guitar in the second half is also now panned left instead of right, but this is just following the split formula from the original. However, I do find the drums in this last section from two minutes to be overwhelmingly punchy. We'll start with the 87 of course. Into the 23. We now move on to the Blue Album, which just got six new mixes. That said, there are a couple of other tracks that are worth noting, which I'll do now. The first is A Day in the Life. This is the 2017 mix, but it's got a clean intro like the previous issues of the Blue Album on CD, which is a joy to have. The same applies to the ending of Back in the USSR and the beginning of Dear Prudence, so do with those what you will. That said, our first new mix here is I Am The Walrus, which we'll be comparing to the original stereo mix as issued on the UK Magical Mystery Tour EP. Of course, if you want to know about all the other mixes, check out the Magical Mystery Tour episode where I went into all of these. I Am The Walrus is a unique beast. The second half in stereo was always fake stereo, except for the remix for the Magical Mystery Tour DVD and Blu-ray release, but that kept it pretty tame, which you could argue was like the mono. So let's see what Giles decided to do for the first commercial listening release of the remix of this song. But of course let's not jump the gun and let's start with the first half. Generally this is as you'd expect, moving the drums and the bass to the centre and slightly splitting the delay on John's voice. We'll start with the original. the 23 sitting on a cornflake waiting for the van to come corporation t-shirts stupid bloody tuesday man you've been a naughty boy you let your face grow long i am the egg man at one minute 15 there's a new panting added that pans across kind of like a day in the life in paul's bridge what potentially muted on the master, this seems like it might be a new creation. Regardless, it's a difference. 1960 Seren, then 2023. 
and again in the 2023. Now, as we hit the halfway point, we have a few things to consider. One, the Beatles only ever mixed this half into mono, as the radio program sync to the mono mixdown meant they had to do an edit into fake stereo for the second half here. Parshi with left and right panning, but mostly with reach out EQ and some processing delay. One can argue though that this gave the second movement a new psych feel, but as the mono was the actual mix, this decision for the stereo was only done out of necessity. It wasn't an intentional one. Here, Giles seems to attempt to make the second half sound like a true stereo, fake stereo hybrid, processing a lot of the elements in this washy, boomy sound, giving it a slightly more murky, dreamlike state, while allowing certain elements to be placed more discreetly in the field, allowing the heft of the whole image to remain. Certainly a controversial one, for which some people absolutely love and some despise. Thus, I shall refrain from comment and rather leave you, the listener, to make up your own mind. Either way, let us dig into what we can actually hear. Now, the drums and the vocals certainly have a more out-of-phase, stereoized texture to them, and the snare in particular now has some notably boomy sound. The percussion remains towards the left, and the backing vocals into some sort of smeary stereo, and of course the radio frequency pans around wildly, with the strings actually seemingly quite buried in the mix. We'll start with the original stereo and move into the new mix. the remix. Expert, expert, joking smokers, don't you think the joker laughs at you? <laughs> see how they smile like pigs in a sty, see how this night I'm crying. Semolina Pilcher, climbing up the Eiffel Tower. As we move into the fade, things get particularly different, with the radio frequency panning around in stereo loudly, and additional radio parts seemingly mixed in, and certain ones absent, but the ones that are there seemingly dominate the mix. A key example of which is at 3 minutes 54 with the weird bury me, which seems to be absent in the new mix. We'll hear from 3 minutes 50, just a chunk of the outro, in the original mix, and then again in the remix. And again in the remix. <laughs> Out 
faire du Vietnam. We come back down to earth now with The Fool on the Hill. Again, we'll just be comparing this to the original stereo mix. Now, during the first verse, it becomes clear the 2023 is a slightly tighter and wetter mix, which definitely has its benefits. A little more lost in the mountains, if you will. Let's hear that first verse in the original stereo, then again in the remix. Day after day Alone on a hill The man with the foolish grin Is keeping perfectly still But nobody wants to know him They can see that he's just a fool And again in the remix Day after day Alone on a hill the man with the foolish grin is keeping perfectly still But nobody wants to know him As the percussion enters, it becomes clear that the Mao technology has been used to break apart these elements, moving the shaker to right of center, the kick to the center, and the hi-hat slightly in from the left. We'll hear the break at 1 minute 24 in the 1967, then again in the 2023. Again into the 2023. And at the end, we get a touch more from the fade in the 23. So we'll start with the 67. Remix. A big one is Magical Mystery Tour, which is a track that is crying out to slap you in the face. And we get quite a reinvention here. Previously, everything was left, vocal central, and horns and pulls double over to the right. Drums are now just left of center, bass central, guitar far right, additional drums further left, and horns seem to be ADT'd into stereo, and the backing vocals very much ADT'd into stereo. We'll start with the original stereo. Into the remix. break from 1 minute 10, the processing on the vocals and the horns are especially evident. 1967, then 2023. Again, in the remix.
sound effects are in the same places, but clearly different. 1 minute 38 being a great example. Again, original first. And again, in the remix. There's a sparkle sound in the 1967 from 2 minutes 35 in the fade out, which is absent in the remix. Let's hear this in the original first, then again in the remix where, well, it isn't there. Again in the remix. On the home stretch now with three stray tracks to compare mixes to. The first is Revolution. This is one that did get somewhat of a remix on the Love album, though of course with other elements and crossfading. Interestingly there we got split guitars, but here by comparison this doesn't change up the game so much in basic mixing compared with the original stereo mix. Slightly narrowing from the original, especially in the drums towards the centre, but overall the mix is tighter and more processed to be more like the distorted mono rather than the ice cream that John Lennon originally described the stereo mix as, which is only a good thing and the stereo hand claps help. Or of course, start with the stereo. You say you want a revolution Well, you know We all want to change the world Into the remix You tell me that it's evolution Well, you know We all want to change the world But when in the solo, the piano and guitar are now split, moving them from centre to slightly left and more left. Of course, this applies to the outro too, so we'll hear a sample in the original stereo first. It's the remix. Up next is Hey Bulldog, a track that of course originally featured on the Yellow Submarine soundtrack and did feature in a remix on the Yellow Submarine song track. However here I'll be comparing the original stereo mix as this is the one that generally crops up if you're listening to it. Now from 9 seconds to 11 seconds there's a weird rhythmic chirping in the right channel which has been scrubbed out in the remix, so let's hear it in the original in the remix. Again in the remix. Overall, the remix helps to alleviate a number of issues with the original stereo, moving the drums slightly right of centre and splitting the lead guitar between the centre and right, the chorus John left and right, and putting a verse John in the centre, filling out the picture quite well. The pre-chorus drum echo track is also more evident in the remix. Of course, we'll start with the original mix. Some kind of 
and at the end, the fade is a touch longer in the remix. So we'll start with the original. Remix. And finally, we end on a weird note with Old Brown Shoe. Our final new mix is probably one of the less exciting, sadly. Generally, it's similar to the original, slightly increasing the vocal level and mainly tweaking the EQ, which results in the sound of the guitar that was pan left previously disappearing in the remix, making it sound emptier. Let's hear a section of that, starting with the original. the remix. During the solo, the guitars are now split left and right, and a scream is left in, which was muted in the original, and just after this finishes, the scream present in the original is equally brought up. Let's hear the solo in both mixes, starting with the original. And again in the remix. And at 2 minutes 28, there's a yeah, only in the remix. We'll hear the original where it's not there, and the new mix where it is. Again, in the remix. And with that, we finally complete our look at all the new mixes featured on the reissues of the Red and Blue albums by the Beatles. These are an interesting collection of new mixes that, to me, are a mixed bag. Some are great, some not quite so successful, but it's all about own personal preference when it comes to remixes and how you view them and how you listen to them. So ultimately, what you think of them is up to you and that's all that matters. Of course, there's plenty of other remixes on here and if you want to hear more about those and other Beatles tracks, head on over to the other episodes of Mixology where you'll find those or the episodes of Mixology on 45 over at the Patreon. Of course, if you're new to the show here, do check out any other episodes of the show that you might be interested in, be that Beatles or any of the other many albums I've covered here on the show. Of course, as I said, the support of my patrons helps keep the show going and you can find that at patreon.com forward slash back to mono, link down the show notes, as well as reaching out to me on Instagram at hypnoticfred or by emailing me at backtomonoradio at gmail.com. But either way, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'm sure there's more Beatles content to do down the line, but for now, I think I need a break. But from me to you, remember, whoever you are and wherever you are, have a great, great day.
Lord Jesus Christ.